bees in his library. Confound it, madam, my language is most controlled. I say we take off and nuke the entire scythe more than It's the only way to be sure. In a thousand years, Gandahar was destroyed. A thousand years ago, Gandahar will be saved. The spice extends life. Silent Green is people! Welcome, listener, to StarCrashed. We discuss genre movies released before the year 2000. And in this episode, we'll discuss Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves from 1991. Uh, There will be spoilers, putting it out there right now. Um, But if you're down with that, then (laughs) stick with it. My name is Ebba. And my name is Linnea. So, Linnea, Prince of Thieves. I believe you've watched it this um most recent of the two of us <laughs> yeah but i think you've watched it more times in total than i have so yes probably <laughs> although i will say uh that it was quite far back like i was a child <laughs> when i watched this the last time and then you know this is the kind of film that's on television like state television mm. from time and again so mm. sometimes like you just sort of end up watching a little a, a, a part of it and you're like oh yeah that's the Kevin Costner Robin Hood <laughs> film and then you're like watching a scene and then you're like oh, I'm good so but yeah it is no firm in my memory from from childhood uh Kevin Costner's Robin Hood face Morgan Freeman oh a <laughs> scene later on that we might get into um, but yeah so as the title suggests Robin Hood Prince of Thieves it it's a retelling of the often treaded story of Robin Hood starring an American in the title role Kevin Costner we also have as I mentioned Morgan Freeman we have Christian Slater as Will Scarlet, we also have uh, Alan Rickman in a wonderful, in my opinion, <laughs> wonderful <laughs> rendition of Sheriff, Sheriff of Nottingham. I can't see how anyone can ever outdo that performance. <laughs> we'll probably get into it. And also, wonderful surprise when I watched this uh, a few weeks ago. Brian Blessed. I'm always happy to see Brian Blessed in anything, basically, for some reason. So he's also yeah. very, very briefly in it. Yeah, and Spoiler. Sean Connery is in it, like, for one oh, minute. My God, the list keeps on going here. Sean Connery is in it. Yeah, so, you know, star-packed, for sure. Uh, but, yeah, so um, do we want to... Get in a little bit like general, super general thoughts, and then we'll get into like the plot and, and dive a little bit deeper into it. So, Linnea, general thoughts. <laughs> general thoughts. <laughs> uh, well, this is the type of movie that I don't think have passed by the notice of, of anyone, really. Um, right. It's, it's rather famous for, for various reasons, not all of them good. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my general thoughts is that. It, it's cheesy, it's goofy, it is uh, melodramatic in many ways, <laughs> but it is always entertaining. Like, it is yes. not a boring film. There's a lot you can laugh at, both intentionally funny things and sometimes not intentionally funny things. <laughs> uh, but it is always, always entertaining to watch. And I think... Um, you know, watching the actors, especially like Alan Rickman, um, I think he is just so thoroughly enjoying his role. Oh. Uh, it, it becomes a pleasure to watch uh, due to that. Absolutely. Uh, you summed it up so well. Um, I think it's, of course, as with anything, like it is down to taste. Like I, I'm sure some would think that perhaps a little bit, it's a little bit long um, mm. at times, perhaps. And also, you know, let's just, you know, the elephant in the room, but like Kevin Costner's accent is (laughs) partly why this is infamous. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> times, you know. Um, like his accent is is all over the place in the beginning, and then it's just American, and I think it's it's fine in my opinion. Um, but of course, things like that can sort of bring you out of it if you're sensitive to that sort of thing. Um, but it is it's it's very it's just it's it's fun to me. It's taking itself serious a lot of the times, but other times it just seems like well. Um, now we're having a bit of fun. There's also a lot of nice, you know, nature-wise locations, I think, showcasing English nature in a nice mm. way, you know. And also, like like you say, Alan Rickman is such a treat in this film. So, really, yeah, no complaints. <laughs> I take it for what it is, warts <laughs> and all. Like, that's that's my, you know... Going into it, basically. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I just, was prepared. Like, yeah, sorry. I just have to. I, I'm I'm jumping ahead of things here a lot. Go but but uh, this uh, we don't always do this category, but we sometimes have a favorite film quote that we mention yeah. on this podcast. Uh, and I just have to go with this one that that Alan Rickman says at Sharing of Nottingham. Uh, he, it begins with him saying, just a minute, Robin Hood steals my money from my pocket, forcing me to hurt the public, and they love him for it. And there's a, yes. scri- a scribe that nods. And then he says, well, that's it then. Cancel the kitchen scraps for lepers and orphans. No more merciful beheadings. And call off Christmas. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, and just imagine Alan Rickman saying these things. It's amazing. Call and off also- Christmas. Call off Christmas. Like He's just like, well, fuck it then. Call off Christmas. Maybe I'll get super popular. Who cares? The world is upside down is basically what he's saying. And I but It's so funny that it. that's the last thing he says, you know. Yes. Cancel the kitchen the kitchen scraps for lepers and the orphans. Yeah, that's horrible. And that... Yeah, no more merciful beheadings. Also awful. And then he's okay. like in call of Christmas. Like that's the worst sort of thing. And also as if he has that sort of authority to call off a, a traditional feast thing like that. Like please. <laughs> But and also like oh yeah well I'm skipping also header but like Alan Rickman like the the costume I I feel like he's dyed his hair very very black like mm. supermarket box dye black that's the kind of black we're talking about and it looks kind of unnatural and he's wearing this sort of super baddie dark clothing with silver details I think at some times and it's just like so bad guy and and then he's he's sort of i think it's yeah i think it's his it's his it's his mother and she's a witch and she is the most witchy stereotypical witch person you could ever (laughs) witch your eyes on witch because she's warty and she's got long nails and she's bent over and also it's so sweet because she's she's like in my head, she's Mrs. Marple in in film adaptations of Agatha Christie, and then she's this horrible, nasty witch, and it's wonderful the the changes that yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> plot. Would you do me the honors as you have it most fresh in your mind? <laughs> um, well, it is of course the tale of Robin Hood. Um, you know, young. Robin of Luxley, he is out uh, fighting in the Crusades and, uh, well, he's captured and he escapes and this is like the prologue of of the movie Uh, and he also brings his new friend, uh, uh, Freeman's character, I don't remember his name. Asim. Asim, yes, thank you. Uh, He brings his new friend Asim with him home and when he comes home he discovers that um, his father has been killed by the sheriff, mm. of, sheriff of Nottingham. Very heart, very heartbreaking and, and awful. And Especially as it was Brian Blessed. Like. <laughs> yes, ex- especially because <sighs> of that. My poor little heart. <laughs> and, and at this point in the film, it is... I mean, it is a fairy tale, but this sort of, this prologue here sort of tried to at least make it more sort of connected to, to historical events and sort of make it more historically anchored in a way um <laughs> but then later on it sort of leaves that idea behind and it's really only Ooh, the beginning the that, that is anchored in reality that way 
um, but he he of course he he decides that oh I'm gonna get my revenge on uh, the sheriff and uh, he goes looking for his I think they're his neighbors or at least his childhood friends or whatever uh, which yeah. uh, happens to be Lady Marian uh, in in the neighboring castle uh, and. Uh, their meeting is <laughs> interesting. Uh, we we they haven't seen each other for a long time, and they're mm. kind of um, you know they're they're childhood friends or frenemies, maybe I should say. Yes. <laughs> I think she said that he bullied him or something, like pulled her hair or something, yeah, and she was yeah. like, "Ugh, don't <laughs> like him. Wouldn't mind if I never see him again." <laughs> uh, but the way we first introduced her. Or, or what we think is her anyway, is mm. um, uh, Robin comes to her castle and sort of comes knocking at the door and he's let in and he stands talking to a lady in the shadows, which he thinks is Lady Marianne. Mm. And, and he's he's looking for her her help, mm. her alliance kind of against the sheriff of Nottingham and also her help because he's essentially homeless at this point. A fugitive. Almost, yes, yeah. exactly. Um, but then we see a lady step out of the shadows and it's sort of, you know, you're expecting Lady Marian to be really, really beautiful. And the lady who steps mm. out isn't maybe... It's average. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just normal. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Just... <laughs> and I mean, I was just sort of thinking, you know, the actress who played that character. I mean, isn't that kind of offensive that you get to play <laughs> fake Marian? <Right>. Yes. <laughs> and it's sort of imply that you're not so good looking you know right like it's a major disappointment yeah. when you step out of the shadows like it's kind of kind of brutal like <laughs> being average is not easy in medieval times like <laughs> i mean granted they, they sort of made her extra average so to speak with, with oh the my god so the frumpy yeah the, the yeah. outfits i remember them just being like hmm how can we <laughs> and then let's put on Oh yeah, it's not. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, Robin is is he he's still polite towards her, you know. He mm-hmm. he's, he's, he doesn't really bat an eye at that. Uh, but then she doesn't agree to his suggestions, and she asks him to leave and sort of try to drive drive him out. And uh, this um, fighter with I don't remember if it is a sword or a knife or whatever. Uh but the, there's a fighter who steps out of the shadows as well and try to drive him off. Uh, but that turns out to be the real Lady Marian who <gasps> is is introduced as this sort of kick ass lady, but then she does very little of that for the rest of the movie. Unfortunately <laughs> where are the skills when you need them? <laughs> uh, uh, but she she's hesitant uh, towards helping him because she's saying that you know I, I need to keep my own head above the water here it's very <laughs> very dangerous ground you're treading uh, <laughs> um, so and then I think at this point the, the sheriff's, sheriff's men come to her castle and yes um, uh, Robin once again has to uh, run off yes he... and she makes a decision to sort of say something a little bit different to the sheriff's men um, mm. if I remember correctly so uh, she's kind of made a choice there already, but yeah, yeah. sorry, yeah. continue. Yeah, um, and Robin he runs off towards uh, a forest, <laughs> which I yeah. think we all know what forest that is. It's a forest that the sheriff's sheriff's men are, are sort of afraid to go into. It's said to be haunted, etc. And Robin is not so superstitious, so he goes in there together with his friend. They now, I have... Yeah. Sorry, can I just... Because I have... And I am afraid I'll, I'll forget it if I don't bring <laughs> it up right now. But So people are... Like, the, the the soldiers there, they are really afraid to sort of go in there. And it's like this general, like, folklorish almost. Like, ooh, don't go into the forest. But then a whole lot of people still use it as the highway. Because I think they still need to go through mm-hmm. the forest to sort of go to and fro the castle to meet the king or something. It's something like that. So it's kind of strange that they are super afraid of a place where they are kind of forced to go a lot of the time. So I'm just like, pick up your axes and chop it down then. I don't know. Like, do something. True. I, True. Weird, but yeah, sorry. Just, just uh, 
Uh, yeah, but uh, Robin meets uh, some some other fugitives in the forest uh, who are, well, fugitives. They are poor people. They are mm. people uh, who's been put down, put put upon by the sheriff, sheriff mm. of Nottingham. Um, and he tries to sort of lead them. And they are not always open yeah. to this. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, but he, he wants to lead them against uh, the sheriff. And uh, eventually it sort of works out and um, they become as... The characters are of in in the fairy tale, you know, they steal from the rich and give to the poor, etc. And we have our our you know brother Tuck and little John and all all these names that we know from the Robin Hood story. Mm-hmm. So it's it's uh, it's a nice nice it's uh, community. Yeah, exactly. It's it's quite lovely. Um, but it all. Uh, sort of escalates uh, you know the sheriff is, is always hunting him and sort of wants oh I want that, that damn Robin Hood you know <laughs> <laughs> in my bed but mostly dead like that's kind of the feeling I get from <laughs> from him <laughs> uh, and uh, the sheriff is also kind of interested in uh, Lady Marian um, because the sheriff, of course, wants the throne, but he can't really kill off King Richard, and also King Richard mm. is off on the Crusades. Um, mm. But he decides to, you know, I'm gonna end up on the throne by by marrying um, a, a royal lady, mm. and then have a child with her, and then I will put my son on the throne, etc. And he settles for for Lady Marian, and he says, "You're you're you're of royal blood. I'm gonna go for you." Uh, and uh, she's like, "Oh, she she is not really going for that." No, <laughs> she sort of reluctantly accepts his his suits, um, and uh, it, it ends with him sort of forcibly marrying her. He does actually marry her, uh, but then Robin comes to rescue and and kills him, and then they kiss right after she's been married and with her just the same, same time. <laughs> Very dramatic. First yeah. kiss. Yeah. And then they live happily ever after, I guess. And and oh, and King yeah. Richard, played by Sean Connery, comes to their wedding and, and sort of, oh, I need to give the bride away. And that's all that Sean Connery does in the film. <laughs> Which is, you know, get that paycheck, Sean Connery. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Kind of, hmm. <laughs> and also let's let's not forget there is a full-on invasion of Sheriff Nottingham's castle, and there is a a fire in a wood with with where the uh, outlaw community lives, and there is also a hanging of of those people that got captured in that fire uh, thing. So a lot of action and a mm. lot of that kind of thing happening. Um, yeah, Poo. where do we start? <laughs> uh, well, it's it's a really star-studded cast. We can we can oh, start with that. We can start with yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Wow, just you know, wow, all the people they got for this. <laughs> right. I mean, this must have been. I I mean, I'm just I just imagine, but it must have been like one of those really big films to come out from a year like if you were to see like the kind of trailers that will come out for a year I feel like this one would be one of the woo ones mm. probably a little bit like it's funny but but I it's been so long since I saw the Robin Hood that was made um, with oh what's his name Russell Crowe uh, thank you yeah with Russell Crowe, and I remember that also being, I, f- I felt like at least very popular and talked about that year and so on. So I think, I think when there is a lot of like big names attached to Robin Hood, there is this machine, Hollywood machine that sort of kicks in <laughs> and like, this is very marketable. People know and love Robin Hood. People want to like and watch this. And, and I do, I do feel like we sort of respond to that as an audience. Like we're like, ooh. Robin Hood with that person in the lead and like oh that's Mary you know like we <laughs> we enjoy the story and I and I, I get it like it's it's 
that whole thing like taking from the rich and giving to the poor like redistribution of wealth and sort of the underdog uh, trying to uh, topple the the bad guy uh, is is so universal i think so that's why it it lasts and why it will be remade many more times mm. <laughs> although i don't know if there is any current robin hood films or if there's any more one more recent than the one with russell crowe do you do you remember not that i know of no no so honestly i think that's a sign that we'll see one really soon i mean <laughs> i think if, if disney time. is continuing to do their stuff they're gonna make it live action remake of, of no robin hood. <laughs> You know, it's so funny. Like, we can never last an entire episode of our podcast without mentioning Disney because it's, they just they just managed to get into everything. And I'm so tired of Disney. <laughs> but you're absolutely right. They will they will for sure remake that into a live action one. <sighs> we'll have to see what kind of famous fox they'll get us, Robin Hood, then. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but how do you feel? Because I, honestly, I, I, I think Kevin Costner is really good as Robin Hood. Like this kind of Robin Hood that he plays in this film, I think he does it very well. And I think you sort of have to have someone who is a bit more, hmm, how to put it? But like Alan Rickman's performance of Sheriff Nottingham. Kevin Costner as Robin Hood works kind of well against that. Like he's, he's, yeah. he brings it down a little bit in a way. I don't know how to explain it, but also I feel like Kevin Costner has a sort of natural charm to him. Mm. So I, I think it, I think it really works. Even though I can imagine people have opinions about <laughs> him in that role, but I, I actually really think it works. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can I can totally see what you're seeing. Uh, like you said, he, he does bring a lot of charm into the role. And like Alan Rickman with his character, I think Kevin Costner is really enjoying himself making this movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I will people say, are having yeah, fun. <laughs> I, will say, I will say, if if there ever was an actor I would switch out, it would be him um, in in the film. Uh, Honestly, I'm on I'm on board with that because like like yes, I really I really think I do think it really works, but I also think like it would be interesting to see if someone who did it a little bit different like how would that be to sort of yeah, yeah, sorry. You were you were going with a strain of thought there and I I interrupted so yeah well I, I mean i really there's really two main reasons for why i would maybe uh replace kevin costner with someone else um first of all is that you know he is the hero of the story he is the love interest for lady marian mm. um yet i spent most of the movie thinking oh you know alan rickman as sharing of nottingham <laughs> is really hot and i didn't really care for kevin costner <laughs> Robin Hood. You were like, I wish he wasn't evil because <laughs> exactly, exactly. I was like, he's the most handsome of the two. Why, why I mean, does he have to be evil? <laughs> I mean, I did, I, I did like make fun of his box dye supermarket box dye hair, but like he is very, very handsome and he has mm. the best voice. Oh yes, in Hollywood oh, yes. ever. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I'm with you. He's so <laughs> handsome. <laughs> so handsome yeah. um, and then the so even it's it, it, which just speaks like how how good he looks and how he is so charismatic because mm. the character that he's playing is rather awful like he's like oh basically raping women in this like i i can't even say why am i almost laughing when i'm saying this because it's just so horrible of a character but but yet alan rickman is Alan Rickman. I don't know how to explain it, but mm, mm. it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and, and the second reason that I would maybe replace Kevin Costner is that I didn't really feel that he and the actress who played Lady Marian, I didn't feel that they had a lot of chemistry uh, between each other. Um, I mean, I did feel that mm. both of the actor and actresses uh, was was enjoying themselves. You know, I didn't. I don't doubt that. They maybe liked working together, uh, but I didn't feel that you know there was. I, I did feel that there was maybe something missing between them. You know, mm. some some kind of chemistry there. But that might just be me and my experience. I don't know. 
No, I think I think I agree with you because there isn't that because in my mind the sort of romance between Marianne and Kevin Costner has something sort of an epic element to it and also this sort of destiny feeling to it but that Destiny kind of still wants to tear it apart at the same time. Mm. And I agree that I don't really get that from them. Even though they still come off as sweet and everything like that. But there isn't, like, the sparks aren't there. Like, it's just two attractive people who are, <laughs> you know, mm. on screen, basically. Yeah, so I agree. Yeah. How do you feel about... Um, Morgan Freeman's role, like the character and also Morgan Freeman. Well, I mean, it's Morgan Freeman, of course, he's yes. quite awesome. <laughs> I thought that was obvious, but then it's like, I know I have to ask too. <laughs> like, I can't just like, that's like, like it's the default that Morgan Freeman, I have to, <laughs> I have to talk about it at some point. But yeah, he's great, but like, <laughs> what do you feel about this character? <laughs> um, so Morgan Freeman's character, Asim, he's uh, a Moorish uh, character who um, helps uh, Robin uh, escape when they are... Um, down in the in the crusades together and as far as i know he's you know an original character for this film and he's mm, maybe sort of added so for maybe the sake of diversity i'm, I'm guessing um, and they were like we have to have morgan freeman in some way can we write a spe- <laughs> specific character for morgan freeman some fan did mm. that too <laughs> I mean, he he doesn't contribute a lot to the movie, but I think what he does contribute is is good things, um, mm. are are good things. Um, you know, he sort of becomes a a voice of reason, maybe to Robin's more right. sort of impulsive uh, personality. You know, they balance each other out quite well, I think. Um, and I also would say that I don't think the the um, uh, character as as a you know person of color uh at least as far as i can determine and obviously i'm white so it's not really my thing to to say or Mm. to speak on but i didn't find it particularly offensive in any way you know he he sort of talks about you know i believe in allah and you believe in god and it's you know we we can still get along sort of scenario and it's for the most part fine i would say you know I think there was like like now it's it, it's it's been a while for me so like, <laughs> things are a bit blurrier so I might remember but I do think that there were some strange remarks that Robin made to his faith uh, and also they made really there was one scene where and this is played for 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 laughs you know mm. but when Kevin Costner is um, Kevin Costner <laughs> well when Robin is um attacked by some of sheriff's uh, sheriff nottingham's men uh because he's trying to get a little boy out of trouble or something like that mm. and he's like gets into sword fight with with the men and he's like oh asim help me friend and asim is like s- super praying to allah at that moment like mm. and he doesn't interrupt his prayers and i wild assumption here from someone who isn't uh, Muslim but I I do think you would help your friend even though you're praying so there was a little bit of that exoticism of of Islam for for laughs Mm. basically and uh, there was also one comment at one time that was like hasn't aged very well so and with that said like I think there are probably a few more instances of that that I just don't remember that mm. is still based on the fact that like Morgan Freeman is black and is of a different faith so uh, you know take that for what you will like uh, based off a blurry memory <laughs> but uh, yeah fair enough yeah yeah but Morgan Freeman, I think, like you say, like he's he's sort of the voice of reason. He's someone who's also coming from the outside. So if I remember correctly, I think Robin has to explain a few things. And, and you know, they are the two best friends in this situation. I feel like if you didn't have Morgan Freeman's character there, Azim, then someone like Little John would have to step in for certain scenes. And mm. 
then I'd be like, well, do I want that much from that little John that's in this film? No, I don't think so. And also, I do think it's it's sort of interesting that Robin also brings a little bit more with him from the country that he spent like I think five years or so in. Like he brings more than just experiences and tales. Like he, it's very it's very real that he were someone else and like that it has consequences and you're like oh I hope Asim doesn't die in this foreign country like you know as a viewer as well I'm like oh that doesn't feel so I, I think I think it brings something that um, um, you know is a good is a good contribution to the story mm. of Robin Hood yeah so you like you were saying like Marianne is apparently super badass at sword fighting <laughs> and then <laughs> never needs it ever again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how do you feel about Marion's story arc and like her uh, motivations? Well, I mean, hmm. I do like that they, they do make her sort of a player in this, Game of Thrones, if you want to call it that. <laughs> uh, you know, she she has her own motivations. She has her own mm. sort of plans of how she's gonna uh, survive in this in this um, environment that they find themselves in. And I liked how how they they, they do make her a, a character with with her own agenda in the court. Mm. Um, of course, as the movie progresses, her agenda aligns more and more with Robin Hood's. Uh, mm. But she is still she is still her own character, which I think is something that they they with another script they could have easily missed out on that and just right. made her <clears throat> the love interest and just made her there to be desired by by Robin Hood and, and the sheriff etc um, but now she she does end up being her own character and I really like that and I also really like the actress playing her um, yeah she I recognize her from uh, the abyss which is a great sci-fi film oh yeah that's where she's from I was yeah. like I'm sure I've seen her in something else but I couldn't place her but yeah the abyss oh that's been ages ago we should we should watch that for this podcast we totally should yes <laughs> i'd i'd be down i'd be down too it's been too many years <laughs> uh yeah no i i agree with you i think a i i think she's doing a a, a good job with the role like yeah like we mentioned previously like the chemistry between her and, and costner may not be there <laughs> mm. in the way that you would like um but i agree that she she gives Marianne, um, you know, like, like a st- strength in her voice, and her. I think her body language is also very like communicative to us <laughs> as the viewer. I think mm-hmm. so, and I agree that I, I I enjoy that she understands more or, or different things about this politics game. As far as I remember, again, it's been a while. Uh, that maybe Robin Hood has kind of forgotten or alternatively didn't really need to bother with when he was still, you know, living in England before. Um, yeah, and also, you know, he's, he's, he's been gone for several years yes. by now. He just, right. There's yes. things that he simply does not know because he's been not right. been home to experience them. And she yeah. does know them and she sort of tells him that, no, like, you can't really mm. act in this way. It's not going to work as mm. you think it will. Uh, so Precisely. You know, she, she is there as a, a guide in a way for, for him. The only thing I feel like is a little bit uh, unfortunate about uh, her role in in the film is that there is one point where her assistance to the the merry men of of whatever the wood is called and <laughs> she, she needs yes thank you uh she needs to get a letter to the archbishop i think it is mm-hmm. anyway somehow and she involves her average looking <laughs> maid in this plot and Unfortunately, it all falls apart. It doesn't work out. And I would have liked if she had at some maybe previous point 
did something where it did work so we could see her worth mm. as an ally in this and I don't really feel like we got that there was one point where she said oh they went that way instead of that way you know but something of more substance would have been nice for her yeah. character because after that she's basically just like a uterus for the sheriff <laughs> so I would have wanted that for Mariam <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, oh man, Christian Slater then. I mean, we've based, this is how we've done this episode. Like, we've just like scratched all the actors off. <laughs> so I feel like let's spend at least a minute here on Christian Slater and Will Scarlet. Yeah, so uh, Scarlet is, turns out to be uh, the half brother of Robin Hood and he holds yeah. a lot of. Um, hatred or at least disdain for Robin Hood because he sort of blames Robin Hood for for never never having a father really because <laughs> their their father uh, chose to pay attention to Robin instead of Will etc etc uh, and there's you know Robin he doesn't know that he has a half brother and there's some drama there and um, Will at some point sort of considers you know should I should I sell out Robin to the sheriff, or should mm. I should I join with him, etc. Um, and it's it, it adds tension and it adds drama and it adds a, a how should I say if a familial context or familial situation and and relationships mm. that the movie is otherwise lacking. Um, and I think that's a good thing. I think that's something that Robin as a character needs. Um, because yes. he he is, or he at least he was prior to the movie a sort of maybe a, a little bit selfish and spoiled mm. character, but now mm. he's been to war and he's grown, but he still has some growing left to do, and you know finding out that he has a half brother is kind of part of that. Yes, absolutely. No, no, you're um, mentioning something important here because like you say like he is a bit selfish he was a bit of a bully before even going mm. to uh, and when she, he comes back it takes him a while to understand that he is responsible for the merry men of Sherwood too and their families it, it feels like it doesn't sink in mm. at, at the beginning and like you say then Will Scarlet as a character like sort of locks him in more with the with the local <laughs> surroundings almost <laughs> and and increases the stake there when we come very close to the ending of the film you know very early on here i said during general thoughts that i really enjoyed the um the sort of nature that we got from with the film there is for example some wonderful scenes in <laughs> obviously the woods but like where when little john and and Robin are fighting for the first time. Like that's a wonderful location. Love it, and also a lot of castles and things like that. But uh, so, how how do you feel about about the sets and the props and like how well are they telling the story? Do you think? And like, you know, the characters and everything. Yeah, well, I think the sets are are great. I think you know the. The sort of harsh British landscape mm. uh, combined with the forest and the castles that we see. Um, it does all set the scene, so to speak, and, and gives you the, the right kind of atmosphere. Uh, you know, you, it does feel like this is an old, um, an old land and an old court. Mm where intrigue is happening and, and everything like that. So yeah, I think that's good. Though I will say, in terms of, um, you know, props, as you mentioned, <laughs> and this is kind of one of the things that I think is, is makes the movie kind of goofy in a way. Uh, <laughs> there is, in, in the forest, um, as we talked about earlier, they have roads that are off-traveled by... <laughs> by rich people and they have to go back and forth through this road to transport uh, stuff and transport people etc and uh, Robin Hood and his his gang they sort of put up these <laughs> I 
how should I explain it? These sort of fake leaf walls next to yeah. this road. And then as the rich people are riding through that, they sort of jump out of this and they sort of they have these... This, this wooden structure covered with leaves that they just sort of fall, fell, fall down and they jump out. And it's... I mean, it doesn't... Even when, even before it... Even before it happens, even before they jump out of the forest. Yeah. You know, you as a viewer, you're sitting there and you're, you're seeing that that is artificial. That's not real forest. And, you know, there's something that's been added here that doesn't quite look right. So, I mean, how it fools... The characters in the movie, I don't know, because it looks so fake. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I feel like if I could, I could, I could buy it if, let's say, because the the people traveling this, they are, um, I believe, mostly on horseback. So let's say that it looks okay from horseback, but that's not the angle we see it from. Mm. So in our eyes, it's just like, well, that looks so fake. How are you? <laughs> Are you sleeping? <laughs> or, like, how can you not see that? <laughs> and I agree that, like, that, that does add that mm, a little bit of goofy spice <laughs> sprinkled on top. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Which, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, no, as, no. As, we've, as we've established many times before on this podcast, we like it when it's goofy. But yes. I, I can't help but question how much of the goofiness was intended considering exactly. considering the stars that the cast that they have you know right. i can't imagine that they put all together all these really big names to make a goofy robin hood story it's just right it doesn't fit together you know <laughs> no <laughs> it, it 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 feels unintentional mm. which adds to its charms true yes because sometimes, like conscious or intentional goofiness, can come off as um, forced. Forced, yes, that's a perfect way to to say. It. And that, and this doesn't, which makes it charming, mm. <laughs> basically. <laughs> but I, I think it's also part of what's made this movie kind of infamous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 eclectic in in in. <laughs> In how it's a bit uneven, <laughs> let's yes. say. And like, okay, so as we're in this like sort of very practical topic, uh, and I, most of the times I need to comment the costumes uh, <laughs> as if I'm some sort of goddamn expert, <laughs> which I'm not. Don't listen to me. But I have a small, small, dull Hopefully it will turn into sharp axe to grind here with this film. And it's, it's, I'm using this film, I probably made this point before, but I'm using this film as an example. So I'm sorry, <laughs> Robin Hood. But it, it, it's this idea of medieval people not mending their clothing. Mm. It grinds my gears. <laughs> that as soon as you're poor, and I'm not saying that this would never happen, Especially if some, maybe you're ill or something and no one can help you out or anything. But but the point where people are just wearing things that are barely even woven in their original state, you know, like as, as a fabric weave. <laughs> and it's almost like it's the holes are, are bigger than heads in your clothing. And it's just and 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 it's it just looks so it looks incredibly fake to me <laughs> because they would mend their clothing and, and they would mend it maybe with other you know with patches and things that maybe wouldn't work either but I still think that would be a better look than complete almost military style camouflage wear because the clothing are so worn it's just it looks mm. weird to me I don't know if it's something you react to or think about but uh not, yeah. not mm. that specifically, but I totally understand what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. Sorry, go, go, go on. No, no, you go ahead. Yeah. So, so also, it's also so funny because um, recently I was uh, browsing one blog that I have recommended before. It's called Frock Flicks. It's very entertaining. It's a couple of ladies who know far more of what they're talking about, and they roast or love <laughs> films and, and television and you know, with, within costume um, as the theme and 
Robin Hood, this film, uh, ended up one of their posts about unnecessary lacing. And it was just so spot on to another <laughs> thing that I subconsciously reacted to, but didn't. But I was like, it's fine. But as they brought it up, I was like, yeah, but it's, it's kind of a lot in this film. And it's it's when you have... So, I mean, you probably know what lacing is, but like if you put if you put lacing... It happened in history, but you also like if you lace two clothings together or two put two pieces or a, or a um, cut or something in a clothing, um, usually it would serve a purpose. Sometimes it would be decor- decorative, but very rarely. And they they go into this more and they overdo it in this film with lacing especially mm. on poor robin hood and also they use something called metal grommets like the hole that the lacing is in which isn't a thing until like 1850s so you know who would care most people won't but it's it's <laughs> it's things like that that to me at least add also to this goofy goofy mm. feeling in this instance but when people are striving even more for historical accuracy, it grinds my gears, absolutely. But here it's just like I'm using this film as an example to just sort of rant a little bit. Because I have an outlet and I want to rant, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, one more thing. I want to add, end this costume rant on a positive. And that is that the wedding scene in the end of this film... Like, Marion is looking so goddamn beautiful in the wedding scene. And she has the most incredible wedding, like, autumnal wedding crown. uh, Mm. That is just perfection. And I was watching this with my mom and I was like, if me and my partner ever get around to actually marry us, uh, marry us, marry, then I may, maybe I'm going to get some inspiration from that because it's beautiful. It's beautiful, like with wheat and just wonderful. So ending on a positive. Sorry. <laughs> you go. Do you have something you want to get off your chest, Linnea? Because um, thank you for the session of therapy. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> um, well, to sort of connect to our previous episode where we mentioned uh, our, our pet peeve of yeah. this, uh, medieval fantasy tales having rather dull clothing uh, <laughs> I kind of feel like Robin Hood Prince of Thieves fall into that same trap you know Ooh, Robin Hood is mostly stuff. wearing just grey and brown clothing and leathers etc <laughs> he's wearing the equivalent like of, of one of those Boring ass biker leather jackets that every average American main character person has in television. Mm. <laughs> you know the kind of jacket I mean. Like you, you know the jacket. I feel like he's wearing the medieval-ish style that we interpret equivalent of that biker jacket. Mm. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> oh, I hijacked your rant. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. I'm stepping um... away from the mic. <laughs> I didn't have that much more to say other than, yeah, I think uh, specifically Robin's clothing in this is kind of boring. Um, The the real standout for me is um, Sheriff of of Nottingham. He Mm. has, I think, more than one sort of similar style uh, costume, which is like black and silver. And it just looks so good on him. And it's just, to to me, that was like, yeah, the most memorable out of all of them, really. (laughs) He looks so good. Mm. He looks so good. (laughs) And also, oh my God, Marion's hair is pretty much my dream hair. Okay, done. Done fawning (laughs) over Marion. I'm done. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm seeing the crown right now. Oh, it's so pretty. Yes. Well, well. (sighs) Right. Anything else? Any any scene? We haven't spoken a lot about or talked a lot about like specific scenes or, uh, you know, anything like that. Is there any you want to highlight? 
well, I mean, other than what I mentioned in the beginning, you know, the the call of Christmas <laughs> scene. Yeah. Um, and also the one when he's talking, when Sheriff, Sheriff of Nottingham is talking to his, I think it was his cousin, you know, Guy of, of Gisborne. Um, and he says he's going to cut out Robin's heart with a spoon. And uh, Guy is like, why a spoon? Wouldn't like uh, an axe be better? And Sheriff is like, because it's dull, you twit. It'll hurt oh more. God. Oh my god, I fucking love this film. I mean, you can't beat that kind of lines. Like, honestly, like, it's great. <laughs> well, you know, Linnea, I think we've really... Um, discussed what we have wanted to discuss about this film as always there is more things to tell but what i really what i what i really sat down today to talk you about or ask you about i should say is who you want to bang bond and blast and this is our version of fuck mary kill in the same order and the selection that you have before you is sheriff of nottingham marian and Robin Hood. Yes. Mm. I, ex- I expected this selection. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, well, um, <laughs> judging from what I've said previously in this episode, <laughs> it probably w- won't come to anyone's surprise when I say that. No. I, I, I would bang the sheriff of Nottingham. I do think he's handsome, especially in his black and silver clothing. Um, yes. He is evil, though, so he's only getting yes. banged and not, nothing more. <laughs> um, and then I would... You'll want... be ghosting him afterwards. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he would be, a one-night he be so sad. And he might learn a lesson from that. I really hope so. <laughs> or he would hunt me for the rest of my life and try to hang me Probably. or something. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Uh, but yeah, he, he's getting banged. Uh, and then I would bond lady marianne because i one she's beautiful mm. and two i do think she she has her a brain on herself <laughs> she does she does head, have a head brain on, yeah head on her shoulders um <laughs> you know i she yeah she, she's a beautiful and intelligent lady and i like her and uh, unfortunately robin is getting lost oh, no. there's nothing there's nothing really wrong with robin but i just he doesn't hold he, he doesn't compare to the others who you know it's just i feel just like i subconsciously is. gave you this choice because this is the exact same order that i gave you them in <laughs> you're like yeah that sounds good i'll take that <laughs> But no, no, fair arguments for all of them. I yeah. understand why you're making those choices. <laughs> I mean, Rob, Robin is getting blasted, not because he's bad, but just because the other two are better. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor Robin Hood. <laughs> Ooh, you know, this. It, it is a tricky selection. It is very tricky selection, but, oh, God damn it. Um... I mean, Alan Rickman, I feel like he's gotten so much love in this episode. (laughs) So I'm thinking maybe, maybe I should just go a little bit different route uh, to even things out. So I'll I'll bang, I'll bang Marion. She's beautiful. And I'm also taking her wedding crown after. (laughs) Yoink, and mine. And... (laughs) Um, and then I, I, I'll, I'll bond Robin Hood. I, I think at the end of this film, he grew a lot and um, he's got his moral compass in order. So, you know, I'll, I'll bond him. It, it's fine. And I'll sadly blast the most attractive person in this film. How did I end up in this situation? What the fuck? You did it to yourself. I did it to myself. I no, I take it back. I take it back. I do the exact same thing as you do, Linnea. I take it all back. <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Any double feature recommendations? Something that would go well, like a fine wine or a chocolate, with this film. I mean, you're not supposed to recommend a chocolate, like you some media. <laughs> do I have a sweet tooth right now? Yes. Yes. Um, um, well, I don't have 
a perfect match, maybe. Um, because as I was thinking about this, I sort of concluded that this is just a very 90s adventure movie and this mm-hmm. very little luck that can compare to that. Uh, but there is another 90s adventure film, historical adventure film, that I think Ooh. would, would uh, work well with this one. It is more serious in tone. You know, Robin Hood, Prince of Egypt is, is, as we've established, goofy and, yeah. and kind of funny at yeah. times. Uh, but I would maybe combine it with Braveheart. Uh, if you've watched that one, maybe. Interesting. Yeah. That is... I. It's also been so long ago, I feel like. Mm. Uh, must be like 13 years ago or something that I saw it last time. Uh, that is also like a film I feel like I should rewatch because I feel like my perception of that film is so colored by how um, <laughs> sort of internet culture and like how, how, how everyone's decided that that film is, if that makes sense. Uh, like how it's not very... Um, historically accurate and like how it stars Mel Gibson and all these things that make me look at it a certain way I think yeah uh, interesting recommendation uh, Braveheart like I said so long ago that I watched it when uh, when did you watch it um, the last time oh it's at least 10 years ago so it's been a long mm. while um, so we're in the same yeah yeah, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but from what you know from what I remember of it it's at least in parts, a similar tale, you know, of mm. um, a, a hero rising, etc. And I also kind of feel like, you know, as Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves is a vehicle for Kevin Costner, you know, Braveheart is a vehicle mm. for Mel Gibson mm. in kind of a similar way. So True. Uh, I, I think they uh, they would go well together. Due to and that. they're both non-English people portraying... An English person in history. So that's yeah. also something that they have in common. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> or at least, well, in, not specific, specifically English, but, you know, from, from Great Britain area. Yes, uh, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, land English. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the terms. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, nation so I have... England, yeah. <laughs> right, the nation of... Uh, yeah, I have, I have a recommendation as well. But it's... Um, it's more like, well, do you want more Robin Hood? <laughs> sort of that kind of recommendation. <laughs> because I was reminded of the film that I watched maybe like a year ago or something or so um, for the first time. That's Princess of Thieves from ah. 2001 starring uh, Kira Knightley. So an actual English land nation person starring <laughs> actual Robin Hood person lady. So that's good, you know, that's one <laughs> thing right at least. Um, I think I remember just being like a bit, you know, kind of sweet, not very complicated tale. Kira Knightley is good in it. Mm, a fine fire film. So if you want more of that kind of adventure in, in the woods, um, you know, the Robin Hood story, I think you'd get your fix from that film. But I, I honestly, it hasn't stayed very well in, like, I don't remember much of it, so... It's not a memorable <laughs> film to me and my taste, at least. Mm. Uh, and I will also recommend, like, looking up some sort of best of compilation from Men in Tights, uh, ah. perhaps, because that movie I tried uh, maybe a year and a half ago to watch it, uh, because I think I liked it when I was like 13 or 14 or something around there, when I was like Mel Brooks and I was watch every Mel Brooks film. And and it's I couldn't last five minutes because it was so boring and so dated. And I was like, I I don't I don't know. I just think Carrie Elves is super attractive and cute, but like there's nothing else. So I didn't. Mm. I watched ten minutes of it or so. Uh, so I would watch watch a best of compilation. Fair That's enough. my recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird <laughs> recommendation! But that that's I do what I want so. <laughs> Well, I'll confess I have not watched Men in Tights. I can't speak Don't. on it, really. <laughs> Don't. No, Like I said, watch a best of compilation. <laughs> if there is best of in any situation. I know he mocks Kevin Costner in it, though. Like, that's that's one of the most famous things from it. I think he says, like, oh, and at least I can keep an English accent or something like that. <laughs> it's, like, so obvious where, where the jab is at. So that's funny. 
Yeah. I do think I might have Princess of Thieves or what well, yeah, Princess of Thieves it was called, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I might have that on DVD. I probably picked it up on in a second hand store so at some point. Uh, My god, same here. <laughs> I bet you there are so many Princess of Thieves DVDs out there. Like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have it anymore. I, I I passed it passed it forward to the second hand store again. I was like, thanks for the borrow. You got, you got it back. They're like, no, we just got rid of it. Why are we giving it? Back? But but one one thing that sort of struck me as um as you were talking about Princess of Thieves, I haven't seen it, but I have a mm. fairly good idea of, of what type of movie it is. One thing is that sort of struck me, um, and this is maybe going into a question of should this be remade, uh, yeah. as we usually do at the end of an episode. What if we made a movie like Princess of Thieves, you know, gender bent Robin Hood, mm. uh, but it's gay, you know, Princess of Thieves, but it still has Lady Marian. Like, ah, please, I would watch that. I would watch. That. I will never say no to gay linear. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and I do think like the setup I I because I I I think when I was this is a general feeling that I do remember from from watching that film. I I remember not feeling like she should get with the romance interest in that film. Mm. Like it just didn't it just didn't feel right. I think he felt for one too old too man. <laughs> I don't know. Like it didn't feel right. So I I think you are on to something here. I think I think yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I would watch that. Definitely. Someone please make um, it. <laughs> please. Like we said earlier, like it it's time for a new Robin Hood film like with big stars in it. Like you could you could even do Kira Knightley again like that would yeah. be awesome. I would watch Prin- Princess of Thieves, the redo. I don't know what you would call it, but I would watch that and make it gay for Christ's sake. Gay. For Christ's sake. That's hilarious since. Well, whatever. Yeah. Uh, we're getting I'm, off topic here. I yes, like. I'm so off topic. And I'm just... Oh my god, damn it. Yeah. Well, um,. Should we argue why this should win a Gordon, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? Um, and Gordon is, of course, our version of the Oscars. And it is uh, equally as valid of an award. So why do you think this should win a Gordon, Ebba? And in which category? Wedding crown. Hands down. <laughs> wedding crown. I don't I don't care about anything else. That wedding crown is getting to Gordon. Yeah, I, he- I hear you're so excited about it. You're throwing things around it's you, it so, sounds like. Yes. I really shouldn't. I keep fiddling with something during these things. And sometimes the noise comes through, but I'm like, whatever. Oh, but yes, the wedding know, crown. Yeah, That's just <laughs> the nature of things. I mean, you should see my pile yeah. of desk toys that, that I have on my desk. It's just... Desk toys. That's some, such... An appropriate name for what it is. It's the problem is though that I keep on. Oh my god, I'm getting off topic here again. But obviously, I I need to talk to someone, Lydia. I can. Will you talk to me about my pencil situation? <laughs> so I keep wanting to like click it, you know, mm. like that. But I know that I can't. I can't sit here and just like click it. And so I do. I do other things with it, like kind of. Why am I talking about? This? Let's move on. <laughs> Okay, so, so my current desk toy, I actually have uh, a deck of playing cards that I've been, been toying That's with lately. also good. Yeah, mm. um, I kind of want to get into maybe uh, cardistry a little bit, but I only mm. I only really know one thing so far, and uh, it's, it's noisy, so I know I can't <laughs> no, do I it when we're recording, silent. but I just want oh. to do it. You know, it's like... Like that. <laughs> right, no. Of course. Like in my head, you were touching like one card at a time and just like maybe, I don't know, flipping it. And like, but of course it's noisy. Oh my God. <laughs> that just, it's such a pleasant we, feeling of doing it and I want to do it all the time. I can, you know, we should make those. I, I wonder if those are silent. But did you, when you were a kid, I think this was something you did at like super young school. I don't know, super, very early. But oh shit. Uh, where you would put potato starch meal 
potato meal, corn, potato starch. Potato starch is just called potato starch. And you would put that in a balloon and then you would have it as a sort of squish ball. Ah, and it would have the yes. weirdest and funniest texture. Also, there is another wonderful thing if you're a person who enjoys touching textures and things like that. That's called oblek. Mm. And that's when you put water and potato starch together. And it's basic. people do this for their babies, but I've done it for myself one evening when <laughs> I was like, I'm going to make my own oblek and just try it out because it looks like so much fun. And it was. It entertained me for at least half an hour, so I do recommend it. <laughs> but you put it together and then it makes, like, if you touch it, then... It goes into a shape and then it, bleh, bleh, it goes like, like water. Check it out. It's fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, Gordon's what uh, <laughs> we were talking about. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um, What's so, your Gordon, Lydia? <laughs> yeah, it's my Gordon. <laughs> I, I, my, my Gordon goes to desk toys. No, just kidding. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm actually gonna give a Gordon to something that we haven't talked about uh, and that is the music yeah I had no memory of the music uh, before we watching it prior to the podcast but the music really struck me as you know just good um, or yes. I should, yeah, I should say the, the score specifically. Mm. Um, I know there is the Brian Adams single, um, "Everything I Do, I Do It for You," which I'm, you know, I'm sort of lukewarm towards. Uh, but I think the instrumental pieces in the movie are great, and there's a specifically the, the like the the main theme, which I thought was mm. a really really good piece of music. Um, and it just I I noticed it like oh I really like this piece of music. Right. And um, that that doesn't always happen. <laughs> Right, no, because it's it's this very just. Sometimes you notice a thing when it's really well made, and it's mm. just really well made adventure, classic adventure score. Yes, exactly. Is how I'd describe it, and I I, t- I actually remember too, like being like, oh, that's nice, you know, mm. like, hmm, uh, absolutely. And also, uh, I I have an unironically loved the Brian Adams <laughs> song. <laughs> That's in the end of this film uh, for many years, like, because it's been on the radio so, so many times, like, my God. So it's stuck in my head, honestly. (laughs) It was in my head for days after watching this film, (laughs) to the point where I was sick of it. But yeah, Uh, great, great score, like you say. Yeah, so... uh... Listener, have you seen Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? Uh, we want to know what you think, so you can uh, check us out on our Facebook page or our Instagram, uh, which is at Starcrest Podcast, where you can share your thoughts and also give us recommendations for future episodes. And uh, join us next time as we sit down and talk about Orlando. Bye-bye. Bye.